No, you can't. Who's Marco? I, uh, Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Sho, and joining me tonight, we have the poser extraordinaire, Nitai. Hi. That enthusiasm is exactly what you can expect from Anime Club After Dark. <laughs> and we also have with us Alex Senpai. Just kill me now and get it over with, please. Gladly. You don't have to ask me twice. So, today we will be discussing Season 2 of Attack on Titan. Whoop, whoop. Um, which, apparently, Alex Senpai hates. Uh, it's it's, um, it's awful. I'm very interested. Awful. Yeah, actually, before I'm that, very interested before, in be- knowing before we get into that, mm-hmm. can Alex just tell us what he posted in our like Discord server be- like a day ago before like we started actually recording or whatever? Oh, that well, okay, so this is the first time I've actually seen it. I watched season one previously, and so when I did season one, it was sort of like a rewatch for me, except for the last couple of episodes. But this was all brand new to me, and I watched it all in one go. I binge-watched it. I didn't watch it week to week. I didn't, you know, watch a couple episodes here. I watched the entire thing all the way through. I gave it a two out of ten, because it is some of the worst written anime I've ever seen in my life. You see why what that why I started the recording with that side that this is, is what we're getting. It's so <laughs> bad, but well, I would hate to take over hosting from this point because it's just gonna be me reaming this fucking shit. Just oh, to, no. to to, to, well, to sure give a comparison. We'll, get... well, to give a comparison, I I I equate season one to a turd. This season two is a steaming turd. But you gave season one more than a five. Yeah, so right? I gave it a four. I oh, gave it a four. So, oh, you did a four. Oh, I thought you gave it higher. No, I gave but it a four. It's, but if it's a steam turd, it's technically better than a turd. So it's supposed to be like five out of ten instead of four, right? I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you sit there and defend steaming turds. <laughs> Just go with your analogy, you. man. That's it. That's all I'm doing. We don't shame Nitai's kinks on this podcast, but back to the actual anime. So I thought we'd start off by just briefly discussing the OP, which I'm only bringing up because uh, what the fuck are the dinosaurs doing in the OP? I don't know. Just let him. Just um, let him have it. It's call- fine. <laughs> let who have it? I didn't, Studio Wit. I don't know. They wanted to put some dinosaurs in the okay. OP and I'm okay with that, dude. Uh. I'm fine with it. When I saw that, I for the first time, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it's actually quite ironic because Alex has had this fan theory that Aaron Yeager is a, chime, a time-traveling velociraptor. And clearly, this is confirmation clearly. that this is true. Clearly. So you called it, and here is yep. the truth. Um, so This OP that is aside, awesome, by um, the way. Just saying. It, it's really good. Like it's okay. It's all right. No, I no, mean. don't okay me. The last twenty seconds of it is amazing. That all like wh- whoever storyboarded that opening deserves like a big fucking raise, man. It's really good. Oh yeah the the actual the actual animation during that last twenty seconds is like godly. Yeah, that makes me like drool every time I see it. So I can definitely agree with that. Um, since we, I brought up the P- OP, I'll just briefly talk about the ED, which I do actually like the song for the ED because it's a very weird, very creepy, very not like what you usually listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it fit the tone of the show. So I 
enjoyed that. Use the word um, creepy. The I, would, were... I wouldn't exactly use the word creepy. I oh, would here use we the go. Word... No, no. I, I'm actually going to praise this slightly. Um, I did give it a two and not a one. <laughs> okay. Um, You're so generous. I would say that it's, it's less creepy and more... Um, almost church-like music it it, it it almost seems like the kind of music you would hear um given to something more religious which ties into some of the themes that this entire season is about because apparently the church is hiding um knowledge from the military which i don't know if that is a as a hit at some sort of church in real life but that's what happened um but i definitely agree there's church um music influences in that um but it does come off to me as creepy mm. maybe because i am uh, creeped out by the church <laughs> also like know. the actual sort of animation that goes into it is like pretty like strange and weird and the imagery itself is just really strange in general i guess which i do like i actually the, I the imagery, like is the very, imagery is very is very like, reminiscent of the biblical story of exodus Mm. Mm-hmm. yes i also do enjoy that it's like cave paintings yeah. so it's like we're like digging up the fossils of the dinosaur and then next to it is the cave painting see this is all coming together yeah so is it, is it a fossil of uh, like the velociraptor aaron or oh i don't know i don't know maybe yes you know you know you know the elder scrolls has dragonborn maybe aaron is dinoborn mm. this is like this is um Hashtag true facts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, what really, really stood out um, music-wise was definitely the OST. Um, And I definitely want to point this out in particular because this is a second season. And for a lot of anime, they just recycle the same OST from the first season. But Attack on Titan came out with like 10-ish new tracks that were all fucking bangers and i fucking died listening Dude, to them barricade I mean, I, I is equate, such a good song i i equate this to the genius of hiroyuki suwano like first and foremost i feel like if hiroyuki suwano wasn't doing the music for this there would have been a lot of recycling <sighs> true to be on to be fair um, though a lot of shows do sort of recycle their osts so it's not like it's a rare you mean like concept, MHA? you know yeah th- that as well like <laughs> like most shows yeah a lot of shows show. do that and it's like you know i mean uh, so it's Val- really, Val- really Garden, i just watched and... the the movie that released mm-hmm. on netflix and that has a lot of the s- a soundtrack from the show itself still great music but you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um anyway. and moving on from the music, uh, the visuals for the season were also top tier, and we are just going to ignore the CG Colossal Titan. It doesn't exist. To, to, be, fair, to it. be fair, it isn't the only bad. It is, hey, it isn't the only bad bit of CG that's in this season. I want. Oh, to there's be, definitely the there CG are some horses. bad horse C- CG as well. <laughs> there's bad but, CG horses, bad CG <laughs> flags, bad CG titans. I also want to mention that, like, flag, yeah, but... it's like this. The CG uh, Colossal Titan isn't great, but all in all, there are like some really solid shots that they use while while you see the CG model. Like, there's this one shot in particular that I really like, where there's like all the soldiers like zipping, all the soldiers are zipping around his arm while he's he's on the wall, and it does look mm. really good. So, I think all in all, it, it's not bad, but 
It's certainly not perfect. I would say it's pretty bad. <sighs> I try it like it actually makes me cringe when I see it. Compared to it a makes, ton of CG and anime, up. I think it, we 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 managed to like get something that's not as bad. You know. I don't know, but just like me having the standard of um, the traditional 2D animation Colossal Titan from season one sure. compared to season two. Yeah. It looks bad. I have it, my yeah, expectations. Yeah. It's, a, it's were definitely a downgrade. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but beyond that, there were some really great scenes of the ODM gear, especially Mikasa and um, Krista. Uh, amazing stuff, what you can expect from Studio Wits. Um, also, the Titan Brawl. Just one can, I, can, minor I, can, I, can I point prob- out something, though? Mm-hmm. And I think this may actually be more of an issue with Crunchyroll, which is where I've been watching this more than the actual show itself. There doesn't seem to be a lot of consistency with naming things. Like in the first season, it was mm. in, the, in the subtitles, it was always called three dimensional movement gear. And now all of a sudden, they all just say ODM, ODM, ODM. And I'm thinking, okay, which is it? The thing is that Crunchyroll doesn't edit their subs so whatever they chose at the little little at the day that it's airing is what it's going to be forever that's not true because crunchyroll started out with calling it three-dimensional movement gear of course there was a four-year gap between seasons one and two so no yeah no at the time it was 3dmg then it changed to odm that all happened like as it was happening nothing was reworked okay i mean it just maybe that's more of an issue with crunchyroll than the actual show it's something else that crunchyroll seems to do is they there's no consistency between how characters names are spelled between seasons mm-hmm. yes that's because they don't they don't edit yeah, it back unfortunately to make it they never consistent. edit back they, like change it i don't know i, I noticed that while i was watching season two and i thought mm, mm-hmm. this i don't know if this is actually a problem with the show but i feel like it's more a problem with crunchyroll itself it's a valid complaint. I mean, Crunchyroll is the main distributor of it. Um, the subs weren't the best, yeah. but then again, I'm not. We're not watching on the Blu-ray, so it, maybe we don't have any uh, room to complain because maybe they changed it on the Blu-ray. Um, I did want to say that I was disappointed that there were still long recaps at the beginning of every. <laughs> I episode. wasn't. Was I, that, I was the so same happy. As season I one. Was so, I was so happy that it came back because it meant there was less stuff I actually had to watch. I was glad about that, too, because I also binged it. And I'm like, girl, I do not want to watch, like, five hours. And that cuts out, like, ten minutes per episode, Nearly, yeah. I mean, there were some episodes where it's, like, up to okay, seven no, that's minutes. A, that's a bit much, but you know what I mean. It cuts, it cuts out a lot of time. Seven minutes? If, like, the first five to six minutes of each episode is a fucking recap, then you have a minute and a half for the OP, a minute and a half for the ED. That's a lot of time. 30, 30 seconds to a minute for the preview for the yeah. next episode. Literally, like, every episode, <laughs> you know, like a third of it is actually con- only had like eighteen <laughs> minutes just... at the most of new content. Yeah. Well. Anyways, we're just nitpicking mm-hmm. here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one uh, thing that I wanted to comment about uh, the season overall was I did enjoy that they didn't stick to just ODM. They switched it up by doing by attacking the Titans with different weapons like arrows and pitchforks and stuff like that. Um, I thought that was very creative because this kind of story can become monotonous. So I liked And that. also when you strip them of their um, ODM gear and like when you say when they use like arrows and stuff and they're on the ground more, that opens the door to like more tension between like the humans and the titans right because they're like they're not that far away using their like spider gear and stuff which also like i think that's a big improvement this season is like making the titans just a bit more like threatening because 
by the time you get to like the middle of season one, most of the regular titans like don't mean shit at all. Only like the female titan was like dangerous to in some to some mm-hmm. like extent. So I think season two like manages to bring back to the tension that oh shit they actually matter these titans even though they're like big giant things that don't think right definitely yeah um and one other thing i saw overall in the season was that um they really hammed up the like cruelty of the titans and the despair of what the um military was feeling like there's some really graphic deaths and people were like like (laughs) there's some really um sadistic lines Mm. that a lot of people said so um interesting i don't know i'm not gonna complain because i'm like into that kind of thing but (laughs) it just it just grounds the show a bit more and reminds you oh yeah there could be consequences to some people in this show you know or whatever Mm -hmm. this is this is a show for those edge lords um and that is why they put those lines in yeah Mm -hmm. well i'm glad you used the phrase ham it up because that's exactly what it felt like um some of the lines i felt were super ham some of them i felt worked and some of them i i thought didn't um i liked when the beast titan was like oh now you can scream or now you can talk when Mike is like screaming as he's being pulled apart. Like yes, that's ham, but that's kind of Also kind of it, it helps it helps <laughs> when your voice actor is the same guy who voices Dio, so like when it, whatever he says feels intimidating, right? So it's that helps. Was it actually yeah. Dio's voice actor? I think it is, yeah. I couldn't tell if it was because I there were I mean they were clearly using a voice filter. Mm-hmm. He's so good. It also helps when um they animate the Beast Titan's facial expressions. <laughs> so <laughs> condescending. <laughs> oh, his facial expressions are amazing. I loved it. Uh, but why don't we talk about the actual plot? So okay. There was a plot Basically, in the, season? the first few episodes. <sighs> hmm? Oh, you're funny. A... <laughs> I mean, it, I must have missed it. You're funny. Um, <laughs> so the first few episodes were the Beast Pi- Titan leading... Um, some mindless titans to invade Wall Rose. Um, By the way, the can I mention thing that for a second? That we see. Uh huh. Yeah. I-, I hate the fact that they name these walls because they mean nothing to me at this point. Is that the inner wall? Is it the outer uh, wall? Is it the middle wall? I don't know. It's the middle wall. They've established that. That's why you two they, I know just, that. I really wish they would just call it inner, mid, and outer wall. I or know, have I a know more to, intuitive to the, like, the naming system. world lore that they, they are, that are de- is desperately trying to be established here, it probably makes sense, but I don't care. That's on you, though, because um, the entirety of I season mean, one was like telling you, oh, that's this wall, that's that one, that's this wall. Okay. I mean, even if you, uh, they didn't even have names for the walls, you could just, from the context, tell which wall is being invaded. But I will, I do understand what you're saying. Also, they're kind of like, there were names. some, there were some moments that they actually like showed a map where they're like, yeah, we'll go in that direction, you're going that direction. So they do try and like remind you like where they are in this like space, you know? I guess. Mm-hmm. It just, did the fact that they don't, they name the walls something that's not like inner, mid, outer. It's just really confusing if you don't care about the lore. But it's mm-hmm. not the lore. It's the plot. It, it's the place, you know? Well, I'm sure there's, I'm it, sure it's there's just some a, it's a place reason. in time, you know? I'm sure it's there's not some the convoluted reason as to why these walls got these names. Why do cities get names? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, why no, are you named I'm Alex? Not, I'm not letting you I get know, away with this one, my Alex. My parents 
couldn't come up with anything. Were you an inner, a mid, or an outer? I'm an only. Which one? Oh, I'm so sorry. He's not the wall, even. <laughs> Damn. Anyways, so the, <laughs> the first thing plot-wise that we see in this sit in this uh, show or this season um, is the existence of the Beast Titan, which is completely different from any of the other Titans we've seen. First of all, it has fur, Ooh. which makes me think, is it going to be a whale titan? Is it going to be a T-Rex titan? Is it already <laughs> is a T-Rex titan. His name is Aaron Yeager. No, he's exactly. a velociraptor. So when does he get Alex? his T-Rex on, form? Dude. These are all questions I need answered. Also, the there was a whale in the yeah. OP, so I'm waiting. I'm waiting. There <laughs> were a lot of animals in the OP. I want all of them to be titans. Can you imagine a titan the size of a bee, just like flying around? I mean, we've already seen a, a titan. We, we saw a titan in this in this season that was just like an actual regular looking person. So yeah, yeah, but okay, yes, yes. Um, the <laughs> the second weird thing about him is that he can talk, and apparently he's not the only uh, titan this season that can talk. Um, whereas none of the titans talked before, which leads us to believe. Um, or leads us to ask, are the Titans sentient? And there are many reasons why uh, they probably are. Um, so, what are the Titans? It, uh, that question gets convoluted the further we go in. Who knows? You said it. Um, and lastly, um, his most uh, important plot-relevant uh, attribute is that he can tell the... what. Tell the mindless titans what to do, um, which by the end of the season, apparently Aaron Yeager can do that too. Um, wow. I'm just going to skip ahead to that okay, because I'm so really curious. I'm really curious to think what you thought of that, Alex, at that at the very last episode when Aaron Yeager starts telling the Titans. Oh, you what mean to at do. the very last moment when it could actually be very, very helpful? He suddenly has this miracle power. Oh wow, what fantastic writing! Which oh, they have him alluded fucking, to before it happened. Give him just a saying. fucking award. I hate it. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought you would think. And my counter to that is that. It didn't come from nowhere. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. We'll get an explanation, like on in the very last. No, episode, no, 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 the no. Throughout the season. No, no, no. Alex. No, no, no. In the very first episode of the season, we see that a Titan Shifter can command Titans, so we know that that's possible. And also, so, oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying, saying that the uh, the fact that it's possible is what's bad writing about it. I'm saying the fact that Aaron uh-huh. can do it. Only at the moment where it's very, very good for him to do it is bullshit. They have, but I agree. they have alluded that is, like, a, that is a valid. The, the last Why hasn't he been able to do this before? To, if he wait, could do wait, it wait, now. no, no. I, I'm just, I'm gonna disagree because they have been like, uh, like building up towards that moment because throughout the second half of the season they were all they were talking about like this like they used the term coordinate and how Aaron, how Aaron is like the coordinate or whatever. So. They were definitely some of them knew about it and like like were alluding to something that is going on. And so then, Aaron killed his mom. What? So uh, that's that's what this is all leading to, in my opinion. In my opinion, that Aaron killed his mom. He's the one that led the Titans to where they are in the very beginning, and he's the one who told the Titan to kill his mom. Classic tale of time. <laughs> oh, what is that? Oedipus. Oedipus. Yeah. 
No, no, no. Not, not Oedipus Rex. Yes. What? Oh my god, T Rex. <gasps> it's all coming together. But I mean, that, that's that, <laughs> okay. that's that's what I, that's what, that's what, that. If he's been able to do this, like if he has this power, then I have to believe he's been doing this all along. He's the one who's been killing his comrades. He's the one who's been leading the Titans where they're going. <laughs> I mean, maybe. That's an interesting theory. I, I, I never would have like thought of such a dumb theory. And maybe sure. he's doing it, and, and you know, <laughs> maybe he's doing it subconsciously, so he doesn't realize he's doing it. So, mm? so was and Aaron now, Devillian all along? And yes. Aaron is Aaron is actually the humans are just the bad guys and the Titans are the good guys. That's that's what I'm getting from all this. You're just into those big the person titans. he was fighting all along was himself. I mean, maybe what? that would make more sense. A plot twist. Okay. Um <laughs> so <laughs> let's rewind all the way back to um the first few episodes. Um so in the very first episode we have Hanji uh uh asking pastor nick all these questions about why the fuck he was keeping all these secrets and just the existence of pastor nick really gives me a headache because first of all how does he know that there was a titan in the wall why does he know this what else does he know and why has he kept it secret it's like all these things this is just the existence of him really Makes things way more confusing, and I I really didn't get any answers. That scene though with Hanji holding him over the the side of the wall that was actually kind of cool. Uh huh. I really like that's like some really good, really great way to interrogate someone, scare the shit out of him. Damn, Alex, you Uh. enjoyed it. I like Hanji. Hanji's like is my girl. Okay. I never thought a day would come where Alex would like talk about a character from this show and call it call him. My girl, just saying. There are two. There, there, there are two characters in Attack on Titan I, I genuinely care about. The rest of them can just fuck off because they're just really badly written. Uh, it's Hanji and Sasha. Those are the only two characters I care about. Dude, do you got Sasha. a whole episode focused on Sasha, and I'm, I'm so happy. And it was a good it. episode. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. It's actually a really that solid moment. Episode. Yeah. Oh god, that was. She had some great moments in mm-hmm. the season. Love Sasha. She ate so many potatoes. Um. So many <laughs> potatoes. Hmm. Um, so there was this whole subplot with Connie's village and figuring out that apparently the Beast Titan turned Connie's village into mindless titans, and that's where the invasion came from. Um, I really like how they dripped that information mm-hmm. slowly. Like, from the beginning, you can make that conclusion, but, like, you got more and more evidence, and then it finally, at the end, you're, um intuition is confirmed so i attack titan does that a lot it drips information then confirms it later i love that kind of storytelling it kind of makes sense though if you think about it because they go to this village and the houses are pretty Mm -hmm. much most of them are very very wrecked so it looks like titans kind of just ran through there and had a little fun and then left but unlike Mm -hmm. everywhere else where there are bodies and blood and guts and everything strewn about there's nothing there and even the horses are still left pretty untouched yeah um so, I mean, as an audience member, you think, well, something, I, one of two things happened. Either they all turned into Titans while they were still in their houses, which would explain why the houses are kind of fucked up, or they all just left and left everything behind. Like, they just dropped everything and ran. That, mm-hmm. As an audience member, that's what you have to, that's what you're led to believe. One of those two things yes. is true. And I like that it the Attack on Titan 
lets you come to mm-hmm. the conclusion. It doesn't tell you. I mean, it, it does by the end of the season. Yes, but by the, that time, it's like you've already had so much time to come to your own conclusions. It's just confirming what you should have already known. That's the other thing so, that I feel like, especially this season, does really well is the whole mystery aspect of Attack on Titan as a whole. It's like because like as further along we go, as further we on we go along the show, we like we start learning more and more elements about like the people and the world or whatever, and. This season, especially after season one, it seems like things are still like shrouded in mystery, but we get more hints and more pieces to the puzzle. If we, even if we don't know like how to piece them together and like figure out what is going on. Yep, and I especially like the season because the characters themselves are actually verbally, directly questioning people. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, "I need answers now," whereas season one, they're like. We're just going to do what we want. We're just going to try and survive. Season two is more like, we want to survive, but we also want to know what's yeah. going on. So I like, and the the characters being, um, you know, uh, proactive actually um, gives the viewer more information about the world. So definitely like that yeah. part. And like the, that we get, even though we don't get ans- a lot of answers, we get a lot of clues. So you mentioned. And... I, I want to ask a question because I genuinely didn't remember mm-hmm. this, and maybe it was mentioned in season one. I just kind of blocked it out. I don't know. But when <clears throat> the Titan comes out of the wall, right? Like mm-hmm. one of the things that's mentioned is they cover it up with a blanket, which okay. Uh, but it's said that mm-hmm. it, you have to do that because Titans they don't they they they're like powered by sunlight or something. I don't remember that ever being discussed yep. in season one. It was. That was briefly, that was one line in, like, I think the training arc. Yeah, they do mention it. Or, they do mention it, but it's not, like, in your face. It's which very is, Which brief. is funny because it's, like, a, a prevailing thing in, in season two where they're always talking about Titans in the sun. And then sometimes, it, you know, at night they can't work. And, of course, that isn't a hard and fast rule, apparently. Oh, uh, great writing. Um so, I mean, I, I, I just didn't remember that. It must have been like a one-off line that no one really thought gave two thoughts to. I will definitely sympathize with you because the first time I watched Attack on Titan uh, Season 2, I was also confused. It's only when I, like, read the manga and I rewatched everything that I, like, actually paid attention because they really didn't focus on that thing. And then when they... St- especially because there was a huge gap between Season 1 and Season 2. I come into Season 2 and I'm like, I didn't know that... that yeah. and the vampires. way they talk about it no one told well, me the this way they, the way they talk about it it's like everyone should know this i'm like really should everyone know this well then maybe no, you they should do tell it, it season more one, I prominently i just the way that they portrayed that in the first season is clearly not it, it it's not honed in on enough because it's obviously a, supposed to be a a thing in the second season yeah i can i can definitely see where you're coming from so in the middle of the season, we get the amazing fight between the Colossal Titan, CG version, <laughs> the Armored Titan, and Aaron's Titan on top of, um, I think it's Wall Rose. Um, and the scene leading up to this, which is the scene where Reiner and Bertolt, uh confess their identities. Yeah. Off screen to some extent. <laughs> literally, 
I loved that. It's so I, I lived for oh that. Oh my god! This is some of the worst dialogue I've ever. No, had no, no, Alex. Don't, don't really? even. So you thought bad. so? So no, I, I can. I no, I can. Why? I can tell you why. Because so, so Attack on Titan like portrays itself as this. Uh, I mean, it, it's got a lot of action in it, obviously, but like it's supposed to be a lot of cloak and dagger kind of shit, you know, like you're supposed to question everything and the Titans, at least the ones that are kind of like special Titans are supposed to be like nefarious and, and, you know, slip themselves into society. Yet here's one just coming up and say, yeah, I'm a Titan. Like, okay. Yeah. Let's just not do any work to figure this out. Let's just have you come out and say it. Because they were in a rush to try and convince him to leave with him. Oh, there was a rush, all right. It was a rush on the part of the writer. So, I can definitely agree, because we don't, as viewers, know why uh, Reiner and Bertolt chose to reveal them. Like, why are they in a rush? Why do they have to go? Why didn't they reveal themselves before? What are they doing? We, we don't know anything. So, there's really no gauge for us as viewers to know that that's an appropriate time. So I definitely understand what you're saying. And there may be there wait, may wait, but, a grand explanation as to why but, it's but, done 15 wait, episodes Alex, from I, now. Alex, I want to I get into your head a bit. When you watch that episode and you arrive at that twist, like what was your, what was your train of thought? Uh, my initial train of thought was how boring. Um, my second train <laughs> of thought was, okay, so. <laughs> it's... Well, I'm sure for Hmm. Nitai and myself, the identity of the Colossal and Armored Titan was something we were looking forward to being, you know, found out. And for something that um, most viewers, I would say, were looking forward to, to have that revealed in such an anticlimactic way, in such a part of the story that was not led up to in any way... (laughs) like off screen between dialogue i thought that was genius there was like no like music at all accompanying it it was just out of nowhere um and as a person who was looking forward to that that is exactly what i wanted yeah because it was it was exactly what i wasn't expecting so props to that (laughs) Props to the writing it's like, and directing it's like on You that have scene. this mystery that's, that that has so much like me and consequence to like the characters and the people who read the manga or watch the show, right? And and like when you think about it, it could have been revealed in this like very grandiose way or something like that. But no, they, those fuckers decided to just do it in the most, <laughs> as you said, anticlimactic and like uh, like and offhand way. way possible. Yeah, I agree. And I love how even the voice acting, like, they uh, made the voices sound like it was from a distance in such a way that if you weren't paying attention to every single word they were saying, you could easily just miss what they said. Because there was just, there was no reason for the viewer to be paying attention at that point. Um, So, honestly, uh, I'm sure you agree with me, but yeah, we definitely, me and Nita, I definitely enjoyed that directorial choice. Um... And it, it, I did also enjoy um, how they uh, chose to explain why they were suspicious of Reiner with all the information they had about um, Reiner's involvement with the female Titan 
in the 57th expedition. Mm. Um, Watching that for the first time made me recall all the way back to season one, which was like four years ago, whatever at the time. Um, And I'm like, wow, that was a lot of foreshadowing for, (laughs) uh, um, for a, uh, an event that would happen a long time uh, in the future. So I did appreciate all that um, connectedness between the reveal and the previous events. Um, and also the voice acting of Aaron calling Reiner a traitor. Oh, uh, so good. I love it. <laughs> I, I that, disagree. That, I, I think I, the voice acting in these scenes around that surround this, are, it's very phoned in. No. I, well, him okay, screaming. I will say all. You traitors. I won't. No, not not to say that, but I'm talking about like Reiner and Bertolt's like voice acting and <clears> throughout <throat> this entire scene seems oh, no. very phoned in. They they actually yes. sounded very. Bored. That is the point. The character sounded very bored. Yes, that is. That, no, that's what we've been trying to say. That it's supposed to make you bored. Well, it did a really good job because the... I was very bored during this. Okay. Well, clearly, it's supposed to be a juxtaposition between boring voice acting. And interesting plot, but since the plot wasn't interesting to you, that, then it just all became that boring. That just sounds like you're really trying to cover up for very bad plot development with coupled with very bad voice acting. Um, no, <laughs> I, I, very clearly intentional. Yeah, clearly I intentional. I don't think it is very intentional. What they're doing. I think it's meant. I think it's meant to be edgy, and it just comes off as cringy. <sighs> if you say so. Mm. Okay, so <laughs> moving on to the last arc of this um, season, where in the end it, it turns out that um, Reiner and Bertholdt succeeded in kidnapping Aaron, and now we have to go and get him back. Um, I do like that this entire season, Aaron had very minimal involvement and he's always being <laughs> he's always being captured even in season one he's I do. one thing i did captured. like about this is there are like four or five characters that point out that aaron's kind of useless i know i actually like that i'm like i agree um, i agree he's a fucking useless character can we kill him now please i will say um uh, i forgot to say this but um compared to season one where Aaron finding out that Annie was a traitor, he had to like take a whole fucking uh, minute to uh, rearrange his emotions compared to when he figured out that Ryan was a traitor. Immediately, he's like, I'm going to kill you. I think that shows some emotional development on his part. And I hope we see um, him grow emotional a little development. more. Because he has a lot of room to grow. <laughs> emotional development. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I do aim to uh, humor. Uh, it shows he uh, has a lack of emotional development, if anything else. He just becomes more and more ruled by so. his emotions the further the story goes along. And if anything points to that out, fair, it's, the, it's the fucking temper tantrum he has when he can't transform at the end. To be fair, to be fair, I mean, the the, the entire course of this story so far has been like, has been over the, like maybe two weeks or something like like at least this portion ever since like the time skip in the train something note. else i wanted to no, talk about no no wait wait, wait. let sense. me finish though so i think like consider how much shit this guy have been through in like two weeks or something like that and you you can sort of understand why he's a bit unstable and emotional 
Well, that that's something right? else that this season did a really bad job of, in my opinion. I don't know if five minutes have gone by in this season, five hours, five days, five years. I don't know, and it's because there's so much time skipping that's going around with all this no, there isn't any time skipping in this season. What are you on about? There's one flashback and that's it. There isn't any time skipping. One flashback? Bullshit, there's one flashback. No, okay, no, no, okay. Let me, okay, let me correct myself. <laughs> there are some flashbacks, but the entire plot of this there are season... Some, there are some flashbacks. The first six or seven episodes are almost nothing but flashbacks. I would disagree, but... That's a bit much. Yeah, I think you're wrong. But again, the the plot of this season, there there aren't any skips in time in that in, in yes, this there portion are. of the story. There are time no. skips because there's no. like three or four... Th- no, there's like three or four scenes where it's like two hours earlier, 12 hours uh, earlier. No, you know what I mean, but it doesn't yeah, like... Yeah, but it's earlier. Yeah. It's not well, I did, later, I think so it's that's not just, a skip. Just, I'm sorry, just that's just bad writing. <laughs> what? <laughs> you... <laughs> To have that it's many, that many like, I'll agree. That many like earlier scenes. I mean, just just tell me the story in in fucking logical order, please. Yeah, there's telling the logical order, and then there's like trying to set up. No, no, and then there's trying to set up a payoff. Way. You want to, uh huh. But it just doesn't work. I, I hardly disagree, dude. I really disagree. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I genuinely do not. I don't know how you got that only a week or so passes in, in this season because I don't know. I genuinely did not know by the end how much Convince time me that a year passed in this season, dude. Please convince me a year passed in this season. I could be convinced that well, a year passed in this season. It's pretty easy to tell because, you know, season one ends with the Titan in the wall and then season two starts with the Titan yeah. in the wall and then everything just happens. Like there's no there's no skipping. It just all I'm happens. Not t- no, I'm not talking about a time once. skip between the first and the second season. I'm just talking about all the skipping around that goes on in the second season. Yes, but from the events all that occur in the second season, they couldn't have occurred far apart from each other. Like they all happened consecutively. Uh, maybe. But I I, I no I not maybe saying, they do. But... My my biggest issue is they have these flashbacks, which are obviously supposed to be taking place some some of them before the show even started. Um. Uh-huh. interspersed with these scenes that are happening two hours earlier, 12 hours earlier, and it just it makes it very confusing. Uh, I would say it's slightly confusing. I wouldn't say I was super confused. Yeah, no. I, like, you make it seem like in an in one given episode, there are, like, three different skips to, like, different portions of the story, which is, like, totally incorrect. Like, well, yeah, it, I will say it took me about halfway through the winter training thing that happened about halfway through the season to realize that wasn't happening right now. What are you talking? Oh, shit. Come on. <laughs> no, no. You're fucking uh, with me. No, I'm not. I just, I genuinely didn't realize it was something that happened while they were still in training. No, no. You're fucking with me, Alex. Please I'm tell not. me. I'm not. That's how badly written it is. It's not. You can infer that they're still in training because fucking Marco is still alive. And it's like, no, you can't. Who's Marco? I, uh... <laughs> I'm so, ah! I'm serious. Who's Marco? No, oh, no, stop, stop, stop! I genuinely, don't clearly, know who Marco you have is. not like, been I, engaging. My hands are like, like, with... like on my face right now. Just, I don't know what to say, Alex. God, I, I'm gonna make I a flowchart for you. Genuinely, don't know who Marco is. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna make a flowchart for you <laughs> of the entire story so far with each, like the dates and whatever. Just, uh, no, just make no. it full of pictures so I understand. My God, we're we're doing two more episodes of this. Ah, oh. 
Wait, is Marco the one that got eaten <laughs> oh, at the man. end of the last of last season? Yes. It wasn't the end. It was like the middle. Yeah, something okay. like that. Okay. I vaguely remember him. So you know. What... <laughs> okay. So back to the plot. Um. So we got some interesting scenes where Reiner and Bertolt are talking to Ymir and Aaron in the forest, which, um, side note, Ymir's name is fucking Ymir. <laughs> Isn't that like some language in some Nordic for Titan? I don't know. I just... I, I mean, I know it's like a, well, it's a Scandinavian s- name, yes. I swear I it means Titan. I always kind of assumed it was a male and if it name does, too, but... If it does, then... Just wow with that blunt naming. Um, but in that scene where they're talking to each other in the forest, um, we see that Reiner has a split personality. Um, I don't know what your thoughts on that was, Alex. What? Give it to me, Alex. Just give or it to me. Or if you had any thoughts. Or if you I even mean, realized. I mean, d- d- yes, I realized, obviously. I mean, if, if okay. he's someone... Oh, if, I don't if, think it's that I, obvious. I have to assume that... <laughs> him being a titan then if he's having this much of a psychological issue with it it's obviously not something he chose um so i'm thinking maybe mm-hmm. it was forced upon him so maybe he's mm-hmm. some kind of military experiment i don't know what maybe ha- maybe Another she's assumption. maybe he's assumption. hanji's experiment i don't know maybe hanji's trying to create titan what 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 did you think surely that is a possibility alex what did you hanji think is a very him? suspicious Person. Alex, what did you think of like the new focus on characters like Reiner? I mean, I wouldn't say the char- there was a f- character focus on Reiner until the very end. Um, no, but you know what I mean. There's like, let's be honest, like some most some of these characters this season felt kind of just there in season one, and it seemed like in this season they they get more screen time to actually develop and you know be fully think, fledged characters. I I think that yeah there was obviously an attempt to develop characters far more deeply especially some side characters more deeply this season than than there was in season 1 obviously I think it just was too little too late honestly because it should have been spur- parsed out in season 1 I should I shouldn't have to wait until a second season to get character development on characters that I assume going forward are going to be important I mean eh I mean, that's up to the arbitrary separation of the story that the anime has chosen. So, I don't... But, sure. By the way, um, uh, it's... Connect, I'm looking it up right now. It's correctly pronounced Emir, not Ymir. Oh. Um, my and it's bad. All, and it's uh, Old Norse for Screamer. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. I will keep that in mind. Um... When I'm reading, uh, how, how 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 appropriate how appropriate this is given to the name for a of a lesbian titan, honey. I don't think she's gonna be the one screaming in that relationship. But I just want to say one more thing about the split personality before we move off of it. Um, I thought it was very uh, accurate. It may not be the right word. But it's that's believable. The word I'm use. If that's what you mean. Yeah accurate slash believable to sort of mental disorders that come up uh among soldiers among veterans like ptsd um yes like that it's like along the similar lines um i definitely think the way that they portrayed uh reiner having this sort of frustrations 
was very um, hard-hitting and emotionally accurate. One thing in, in dialogue that I found very interesting was there seems to be, at least amongst the characters in the show, there seems to be a difference in how they interpret the words soldier and warrior. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. thought that was a very interesting thing to, to, to put in there because if you think about it, today we kind of think of both of those words being synonymous with each other, but they weren't always. A warrior yeah, wasn't necess- a soldier was someone who always fought for a state, a country, a, a cause. Uh, but a warrior could have been someone who fought for nothing more than their own like station, their their own, you know, themselves. Themselves, yeah. Mm-hmm. Today we think of those words as synonymous, but they weren't always. Yeah, and I thought that, I, that I found that very interesting. Actually, it's one of the few things yeah. in the season I found interesting was the 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 distinction they had between those words and that the characters voiced that. See, mm-hmm. that's why you should have given it the five instead of two, because there's something, <laughs> at least something interesting in, in season one. There wasn't anything interesting to you. I mean, the, the music was interesting. Music yeah, no, was- see, so now we have two interesting things in season two, as opposed to only one in season one. <laughs> All right. Oh, then there's also well, that's Sasha why I said two and out of Hanji. 10, They're they interesting. Yeah. Again, oh, that's a four out of ten right there. In season one, you, you, you see, you see my logic. I could I could be persuaded to give this a three. <laughs> um, so speaking of character highlights, we also got a lot of character information about how do you say it? Emir. Emir is the Ymir. Norse way to pronounce Ostrich? it. Ostrich. Okay, well I'm not Norse, so it's Ymir to me. <laughs> um, so I don't. What did you or Nitai or Alex think of um, Ymir's backstory and all of her stuff that she got? It it. It's that thing that I really like about this show that out of nowhere, like, will throw a curveball your way and you'll be like, oh, I have even more questions now and I want to find out because now I honestly don't know what what to think. It's, again, like, you're given more more pieces to the puzzle, but you have no clue how they all connect together. Yeah, there's so many questions. Like, what cult was she part of? What military was that like persecuted her and like how did they turn her into a titan where did they turn her into when did they turn what who um but overall like just the personality of ymir that came out through this um entire season i did really end up liking her i do like her Mm -hmm. as a character yeah um her whole like principles and motivations i really got on board with the backstory you know lots of questions but i mean i can get down with it um but yeah my thoughts on that also like um, it's also her sort of relationship with the krista is also like pretty cool because it just don't lie oh she wants to God. bang her i i guess but it's like also that's just another thing to just flesh out the characters more and like give them Do more you... agency aside from Aaron being uh, just I've got to shout a lot. I love when Krista tells Ymir, I will always be your ally, even though Krista knows all the shit that Ymir has done. Like, even though Ymir is like, I am going to trade you in as a hostage for my own safety. Krista's like, okay. There, there's a that. word for that. It's so fucking there's romantic. There's a phrase for that. It's so fucking romantic. No. I love. Uh, I don't say so Stockholm hard. syndrome. Yes, yeah, Stockholm don't. syndrome. That's what I was worried. I was th- thinking of. Thank you. It is Stockholm syndrome. That's the only reason she cares about her. Oh, 
That makes no sense. She's not kidnapped. I mean, also, her having well, any feelings for it doesn't make any sense either. Also, shout out to that song in the... Because they love each other, Alex. Shout out to that song in the flashback of Ymir, because that, that's that's really... Oh, God. Yes. Call of Silence. I love that. Mm-hmm. That was, that was mm, actually yes, pretty good. That was great. <laughs> um... <laughs> See another reason why it's better than season one. Yeah, you're just gonna count these up until I get a ten, so I can give this a ten. A no, 10. no, Fuck no. You. I'm not gonna. No, no. I'm not gonna say that. I'm just gonna say how your logic is a bit weird when you know writing these seasons. But whatever, who gives a shit? <laughs> um. So now we're at basically the last few episodes where all the shit goes to hell. Um. I love this entire scene. Mm. Like, there's there's so many things that happened that I don't know if I want to go through. All I, of will them. Say, I, I will say, I will say the the whole <laughs> thing with the armored titan throwing other titans around just indiscriminately seems like a wrestling move. <laughs> oh my god! I guess. <laughs> sure. I'd like to see that wrestling match. Sign me up. Actually, I got you. Um, I guess the most important. <laughs> The most important thing that we should cover is probably the return of the Smiling Titan. I thought that was like, first of all, love the fuck. callback. Yeah. Second of all, love the irony that the Smiling Titan ends up eating Hans because that's like karma for him running away at the very first episode. Uh, love Attack on Titan loves to do this where they introduce some things and then it takes them forever to continue up on it but i do love the waiting game yeah. as That's much as i sound like i don't with, with attack on titan <laughs> i thought it was a bad writing listen you have to you have to keep a thick ass notebook write down every single thing that happens and then once you connect all the dots it'll all make sense honey <laughs> that conspiracy um, theorist with the map on the wall and all the fucking lines exactly and you, you highlight all the parts where you see dinosaurs, and then you just like you know, you, like you know, use a, you uh, you use a black light on your notes, and then you see everything makes sense. You see that this is all right? written by Leonardo da Vinci all the way back in the day. Leonardo da Vinci is a is a uh, dinosaur. Oh. Wow, we, we've already confirmed this with science. So mine, it all makes Blown. sense exactly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, another uh, huge scene that stands out to me at the end is um, the whole thing about Mikasa thanking Eren and that whole <laughs> that whole scene. All I can think about, dude, is he fucking cucked himself that in that came... scene. By the way, yeah, God damn it. <laughs> the memes that came out of that, where it's like Eren's like, "Oh, you want to kiss me? Nope, bitch, bye." <laughs> I love this show, but okay, goddamn, but... did that scene annoy the shit out of me? Honestly. Just that one. I found it super. I found it romantic. He's like, to me, I interpreted that as like, if I very interesting. (laughs) Fuck you. Listen, I'm a masochist. Let me have my Romeo and Juliet moment. Okay, so, um, if Aaron had kissed Mikasa, I think the significance of that would have been that I give up on like trying to stay alive and I will kiss you now and we can die together. But the fact that he didn't kiss her means that we're not gonna die now. I will be with you, I'll kiss you someday for else. a long time. <laughs> not just now. Hmm? I'll kiss you some other day. Wait, what'd you say? 
<laughs> oh, honey, See, he still could have kissed her and and done both because he could have get like a forehead peck. See, that like, would have been that would have been like a real man move. It's like peck her, give her like no. a, a, a kiss, no. like a peck on the forehead, and then go. All right, let's get See, this. The bitch. problem, the problem with the problem with that is that Mikasa is Japanese, and if you give her a peck on the forehead, she's gonna become pregnant, and then she can't no, fight. No, that no, so no, we have to no, that's make not sure true. that's it's, it's a, a misconception. You have to hold hands with a Japanese person to make them pregnant. So then what is a kiss on the forehead? A kiss on the forehead is like foreplay. Okay. <sighs> anyway. <My bad. laughs> so um do you, I think that's all I have. Oh, um, that's not all you have. You wrote down so much more here we didn't even talk about. No, I don't want to go into all this stuff. Um do you guys have any closing thoughts? <laughs> On uh, season two of Attack Alex, Titan. do you want to go first? Sure. I mean, I I gave this a low score mostly because the first six episodes I thought were incredibly boring overall. Um, so it was a, it was a difficult slog for me to get through, but I got through it nevertheless. Um, I thought personally a lot of the dialogue in this season was very very flat to me. Um, I still hate. Uh, Armin to death. I he is more annoying than Jar Jar Binks ever could have been. Um, Whoa. Speaking of Whoa. dialogue with Armin, I I I loved that scene where Armin was telling Bertolt how he was torturing Dude, it was Annie. So good, he was because oh, it's not true. So hard. The voice acting, it's not true. The voice I know it's not true. So good, he's lying. Of course yes, he's lying. That's the point. He's we, fucking we, with him. That's the point. Alex, come on. <laughs> that's, my, that's my whole problem with Armin, though. You know, you know what Armin reminds me of? He reminds me of the nerd that gives all nerds a bad name. He's the kind of nerd that goes out there and you say anything and, and his immediate response is, um, actually, that's what Armin is to me. God damn it. Armin is the most annoying sure. anime character of all time. I hate hey, you him. Why can't he also, why the fuck didn't Erwin oh. die? Dude, he lost the that fucking arm. Oh my god. When he loses the arm and then keeps telling dude, the, dude, the units so to go forward. And then just, just out of fucking so nowhere fucking just epic. appears with a fucking, uh, what do you call it? A, a, not a stent. Where you tie off. Uh, it's a bandage what, or whatever. Whatever. It was literally just like. Some yeah, thread. Uh, what the fuck was that? Like out of fucking nowhere, Jesus Christ! Honey, he's a paramedic. He's a field. Well, medic. He should have died. He's that versatile. would have been a great way for him to die. But of course, yet, but of course, honey. no one in the core cast of this show can die because they have plot armor. Obviously, Hannes died. Dude, dude, no, <laughs> Again, no, no. I know he's no, not. No, he's no, not no, a core no, character. Two of of one of your supposedly major characters in the main cast just turned sides apparently all of a sudden are now, now like villains right it's like mm. okay like think uh, it's, it's not about i like how you, i like how i like how naive you are to think that that aaron's actually a good guy you don't know what okay antagonists <laughs> to him <laughs> Apparently, Ymir is dying. We'll see yeah, if that happens. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It'll be some like, oh, the Titans can dig them. They can bury themselves in dirt and regrow a new head or something. I don't know. I mean, they can we, do that. I don't know. See. It just seems like so much of the writing in this season was, when it wasn't fucking flashbacks, um, uh, was just like 
out just pulling shit out of your ass just just for no reason <laughs> i mean you should keep the shit in i mean definitely you should definitely constipation might actually be better than diarrhea um these this is uh alex's advice yeah. 2020 Const- uh, constipation is better than diarrhea sometimes it's better just to keep all that shit in <laughs> I mean, a shitty year brings shitty advices, so, you know. Also, also, there was one scene which I know that, like, 800 episodes later is probably going to come back and be like, oh, that's exactly what that was. The whole thing with Amir being able Uh to read a foreign language. Oh, yes. I'm sure sure in the final episode of the final season that'll be revealed as to why that is, but... Well, we already know she's abnormal. To um, say the least. So, <laughs> and like she have stated that well, she also stated while she was a tiny, she like ran around for how many years? I don't even remember. Sixty, so, she says. Sixty, right? So she's like old as fuck. So who knows? Also, I like how the first like six episodes of this of this season were all people running around like, "Where's the hole? Where's the hole? Where's the fucking hole?" Oh, honey, I can show you where the hole is. <laughs> I like and I, hey. I like how I like how that plot thread just immediately disappeared. It's not disappeared. What do you mean? There was it was no solved. And there was no hole. The exactly. That's it. Just there was no It's hole. like, oh, okay. Well, this is just some bullshit. No, it's <laughs> that was that was part of the uh, Connie's village subplot. Like that yeah. was a, one of yes, the. Yes, but clues. why didn't Armin just give them the answer? Armin obviously he knew that there was no know. hole. Because he's not a commanding officer. He, he wasn't so... out in the field looking for the hole. His opinion Armin, doesn't matter. Armin knows everything that Pastor Nick knows. He was there Armin in the Pastor cart Nick. with him, Alex. Armin is Pastor Nick. Yes, Armin, like, Armin, or Pastor Nick is Armin's titan form. Oh, that makes sense. You're so smart. <laughs> I don't know. It just that's the kind of writing I've come to expect with Attack on Titan. That that no one knows the answer until Amir or Armin shows up and, and gives everyone the answer. That's the writing of Attack on Titan in a nutshell. I mean, I don't understand how you would come to that conclusion because I think everything is like everything, reasonably. Yeah, everything. There's is reasonably evidence for explained. every conclusion he comes up with. Yes, but why doesn't anyone else He's, see it? Mm-hmm. Because that's his character. He thinks. Uh huh. I just—it's—it's it's just really boring to watch, and it's just monotonous. And this this season was very very boring. That's it's my boring to watch and monotonous. Literally seven episodes in. Oh, this is the villain we've been looking for for the past four years. Oh shit, monotonous. Who are you talking about? Rainer <laughs> and Berthold. The fucking oh. Titans who started all this shit? Oh. That's the whole real... No, don't! That's, that's supposed to be the real enemy? I thought it was going to be more deep than that. <laughs> Although, who knows? Maybe they're obviously being controlled by someone else, or are they the real enemy? It's... that's the, we, No, the, we've already discussed this. The real enemy is Aaron clearly. Yeager. Because he killed his mom. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't even his real mom. Ah... Uh, uh... See, he time traveled back. Yes, his and mom is a T-Rex. Oh, that, well, that would be and very Japanese of him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is confirmed facts. Um. So on that beautiful, well, well I should probably ask Nitai. What, what was? He, what do? You, what are your closing remarks on season two? Uh, 
It was really good. It was really, really good. I really enjoyed the mystery. I really enjoyed the action itself. I enjoyed the focus on other characters that weren't Aaron. I enjoyed how pre- I enjoyed the brevity of it. That it was like twelve episodes and it was pretty good. And like whatever comes next, I also really liked. So you know, it, it's just a really solid sequel. Uh, like. Like we were, we were waiting for this shit for about four years or so. So it was nice to actually get to watch mm-hmm. it and see. Oh wow, it's it's still really good and even better than before. And on the rewatch, mm-hmm. I think I loved it even more because like, because I think the wait between season one and two sort of made me hazy on some details and how like these two seasons are even connected to each other in some parts. But yeah, now like watching it like back to back was a really fun experience, and I I I, I think I like this season even more even more now. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, I also really enjoyed, um, especially the character moments for Mikasa, Ymir, and Reiner. I got to know them and better. Krista. I love the animation, the music. Yep, it's all great. Um, actually, this season, the mysteries that they introduced made me so angry. Um, that I hate read this season made me hate read the manga because I'm like, you cannot. <laughs> Tell me this little tiny little clue and then pretend that it doesn't exist. I was like, no, 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 no. I need the answers now. Um, so this season got me very invested by dripping me all these little tidbits that I was like so fucking thirsty. I was like, tell me the answers. But they would never tell me. So it got me very invested. Um, so great mystery, great characters. Um, love naked Ymir, love clothed Ymir. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, this, I, honestly, the season was 10 out of 10 for me. Uh, it, it was great in so many ways. Um, thoroughly enjoying. And, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just ignore mm-hmm. Alex. Um, yeah, I, I just I don't understand where how you come to these conclusions. I don't see what you guys see in this. I really don't. I try. I gave it an honest try, and I'll do the same thing with season I'm three. Not, I, I mean, maybe season three is where it all comes together. I don't know. I'm very curious. I, I am very curious yeah. to seeing. I have a feeling um, that like I have a feeling that maybe you'll enjoy the first half of season three. Actually, uh, everyone said that I would enjoy season two, and I hated it more than season one. And now look at. Look at you now. <laughs> but yes, I am very curious to see your reactions to when some of these questions actually get answered um, and seeing if they're reasonable answers to you. Um, and there will definitely be some answers in season three that we will be talking about in the, I don't know how far or near future. And It'll probably be next month. Notes, uh... Maybe. No promises. On no that promises. note, thank you all <laughs> yeah, no promises. for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we sure enjoyed bringing it to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, BitChute, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you'd like us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things are down below in the description. I have been your host, Sho, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everyone. Good night, everyone. I'm gonna go find some potatoes.
Mm, nom nom. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs>